Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads web hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads web hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Another episode, Aussie Tech Heads. How are you going? Episode 442 and recorded 18th of June 2015. Thanks to ATH, that's Aussie Tech Heads, ATHwebhosting.com.au, supplying the bandwidth, supplying the story, supplying everything, supplying uh, web pages to the stars. Oh, Eric's got a web page, he's a star, isn't he? So there you go. There's not, that's not a lie. All right, so you can get a great hosting deal there at athwebhosting.com.au. Go and have a look. All right, let's get into the show. Might be a quick one tonight. There hasn't been too much going on. Uh, a couple of Apple stories floating around. Uh, a couple of, no, no Microsoft stories from me this week, but a couple of Android stories I know Will get his teeth into probably. So let's, uh, who's up here first? Let's go to Eric. We haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. How you doing, Eric? Hello, sir. How do you do? Not too bad, thanks. What have you been up to? I've just been a little bit busy and a little bit lazy. Yeah, mainly. fair enough. Well, you've got to be lazy this time of year because your busy time is just around the corner. Oh, yeah. Between now and Christmas, I will be flat stick. Yes. In which I like. I actually like. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, you've got to be busy, haven't you? Otherwise, uh, Oh, you go crazy. It's soul-destroying when you're not busy. You're not. That's right. And uh, we've got Will, who's actually doing the live stream tonight out to Ustream. On his phone, for some reason, he's got mm-hmm. unlimited bandwidth, someone tells me. I, I haven't, because you haven't sent me the details. Oh, so he's not streaming? But anyway, oh, I'm still streaming, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as one of us is. <laughs> we, are, we restarted, we did everything just for Will to stream, and we're not even doing it at the end of the day. All right, um, well, yeah, it's probably too late now, Will, anyway. Let's, um, let's keep moving on. So, yeah, uh, what have you been up to, Will? What's this unlimited bandwidth on your phone or here? Oh, no, it's only been there for a few months. I, I talked about it last week if oh, you have been you? here. Oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where I've been. I've been <laughs> selling houses. It's been crazy busy. Uh, Basically, for whatever reason, um, I just don't get charged for being that on my phone. Yeah, okay. So I did a, I did a test stream um, a couple of nights ago on Twitch. I streamed in 720p for like two hours. Yep. And was uh, alright. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, oh yeah, good. It's good stuff. All right, now um, where are we going to start? Look, I'll kick off tonight. I've got a, I've got a story here. Uh, where what are we going to kick off with? Someone a local story. How's that? We'll kick off with a local one. Kogan. We all love him. We all know and love Kogan. I bought something oh, else. Love the oh, look, I bought something else from Kogan this week. Hopefully, oh no! <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm bought two things and they're yeah, not unhappy uh look i, I know the, the i bought some uh wi-fi headphones they were okay a bit tinny but what do you expect for 40 bucks you know so that's all right and i bought a uh a, a sound speaker bar you know one of those things and a subwoofer for the tv and bluetooth and all that sort of stuff that was all right and this week i bought i bought the kids a little present i bought them a uh, uh a yamaha keyboard 
and everything mm. like that. So they should be happy when that comes. That should come Monday. I might go to your place to get gifts. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know. If Everyone you, gets gifts. Play your cards right. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Kogan. Uh, I think we, we've lost Will. Yeah, no, no, Skype's just dropped my camera. I'm just working on that in the background. Well, he's, he's a little circle. He's turned into a little circle. Going round and <laughs> round. Nothing turned into. It's nothing turned into. <laughs> uh, Kogan releases the, a, another 4G smartphone for 299 bucks. So, uh, look, they're pumping along, aren't they, little, little Kogs? Look, I've got a picture here for those on the, on the uh, video. I can show you a picture. There it is. Kogan has revealed its latest 4G smartphone, Agora 4G Pro. The device is powered with 1.5 gigahertz Qualcomm Snapdragon 615 octa-core. Oh, yeah, the good ones, eh? Octa-core processor. The 2 gig of RAM, oh, just as, as, as fast as some of the computers I fix. And runs Android, Android 5 Lollipop. Comes with a 16 gig internal storage, 13 meg rear camera, and 8 meg pixel front camera. That's not too bad. 1920 by 1080 res at 5.2 inches. Kogan claims the Agora, Agora boasts a full day's battery life. Then, so this comes on top of the previous ones that they've released the in Ju- July last year, 249, 4G smartphone, and 4G Plus for 279. So um, they're getting right into things, aren't they? So uh, yeah, you've ever you've bought from Kogan, Eric? Never. No? Don't like him? No, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't, haven't found anything in there that I would buy. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I, still, I, still, I was, yeah, well, he's been around for a little while now and I've, you know, held off for a bit and I was always a bit, you know, a bit dodgy on the, the quality, but once I've started doing it, you get the, you get the, you he's know. He's all right. Yeah. Quality's all right. Yeah, it's okay. You get the nice shipping graphic on the screen and you know oh lovely <laughs> it is lovely <laughs> yes and you get the you get you get emailed the user manuals they don't seem oh to, there you go yeah they don't seem to come in the box <laughs> so all oh, uh, right okay save on packaging Fair yeah enough. exactly exactly all right so uh yeah what have you had experience will with kogan um nothing major we've got kogan um monitors and stuff at work but uh yeah they seem all right we haven't uh, i haven't done a lot of a few bits and pieces i'm gonna go on his website now and just see what what wares he has for sale yeah look he's uh, all sorts of stuff he's pretty um on the ball yeah i know i even saw that he's got uh he's he pringles he does pringles as well do they have a sim card in them no they're only <laughs> 2g Oh, okay, 2G <laughs> pringles all right so they're no good uh yeah so anyway that's that one now um are you right for a story, Will? Or are you still are you still circling? No, you're back. Hey, no, I had to shut Wirecast and just swap to the camera on Skype for some reason. I don't know what that was about, but anyway. So no screen sharing. Screen, no screen sharing for me tonight. Apparently, no oh. words either. Screen sharing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. His words went with the Skype. <laughs> it was horrible. That's what happens when you work too much. The brain stops. That's, that's what happens. All right. Um, or, it's preoccupied. A, or it could be a sign of a stroke. Well, oh. a sign. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of preoccupied. My sister and my brother and sister just got all their stuff out of their block stolen. So they got yeah, what? All their stuff out. Of, they're building a house out on the property. Out oh, of, and they uh, got some out stuff of there. And they got about twenty grand worth of solar stuff and generators and batteries and stuff. Was it insured? No, well, they didn't have a house yet, so they can't get oh. insurance on. Yeah, they, you're right. They won't. They won't insure anything if there's no lockup. Nope. Yeah, that's no good, eh? So, I mean, they're normally out there every day, but my sister's been sick for the last eight weeks, so they've been in town. 
So I haven't been out there for eight weeks. Do they got any someone, idea who? Someone's been, someone's been casing that place. Yeah. yeah. Do have any idea who's been? Who would? It, who could have been? Oh yeah. We know exactly who it is. Oh well, the cops should be able to go out and sort him out. No, he did it because the cops are afraid of him. Because every time he goes out there, they shoot at him. Well, he shoots, oh, he at, shoots them. at them. Sounds yeah. like you're living in a nice neighbourhood, anyway. Um, it's in the middle of nowhere, and you know. <laughs> so it's deliverance land. Pretty much. <laughs> but the thing is, this guy who actually did it lives in Gympie and has a block of land out at Emmermore and. He doesn't actually live there. He doesn't even own the land. Just nobody can take it off him because he tends to shoot people. Right. Well, the cops should be able to deal with that. Yeah. They? If they weren't all chicken shit, they would. Uh, Gal Gimpy. They bring them, bring them pretty rough out there, don't they? All right. So uh, you, you'd have an Android story for us, wouldn't you? I've, I've, got, yeah, well, I've had I've, a few stories this week. I was just reading about the... Um, I haven't actually, I've seen this come up in my headlines a couple of times, but I haven't read it yet. The um, Samsung keyboard security flaw... Um, so there's a lot of inf- information floating around on the internet right now about the critical security flaw that the keyboard on the Samsung phones, uh, specifically the iMe keyboard on the Galaxy S6, S5 and S4, why they put it that way, I don't know, including the S4 Mini. Um, so if you if you got a note or a tab or anything like that, that's not really an issue. Um, the Just the Galaxies? Yeah, just... The, the last three galaxies for some reason. Um, More than 600 so, million, million devices, Will. Yeah, well, that's, uh, I mean, because that's only those place. three, that's only, a, that's only the S4, S5 and S6, you know, so mm. it shows you, you know, how widespread it is. But um, it, according to the, the number of users have found that um, simply changing keyboards, and well, initially they thought changing the keyboards from the factory um, from the factory Android keyboard to Swift Key or something like that would actually fix the problem. Now I know why I was stuttering because I had my microphone set up incorrectly and I was hearing my own feedback. Uh-huh. Um, so, but now they've, they originally thought that was the case, but the problem is it doesn't actually disable the default keyboard. It just uses another one. So the default keyboard can't be disabled or uninstalled. So it, it doesn't actually stop that exploit. Um, the... I'm actually just, I picked a really bad article because it's got all the tech data on it, but it doesn't actually tell me what the uh, exploit actually is. Uh, apparently. Well, I might have uh, it here, actually, Will. It's, yeah, um... you can do it. I'm still sort of, I've, I've read a few snippets, but I haven't put it all together yet. So That's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that. That's uh, it's a new security flaw that allows hackers to eavesdrop on users' phone conversation, rummage through messages and contacts. Cybersecurity firm Now Secure stated that uh, they've uh, discovered all this and they've they've put it out to the the wild. Now apparently Samsung have been sitting on this for a little a little time and have failed to do anything about it, even across uh, model launches. So uh, the models, including the recently released Galaxy S6, are vulnerable uh, during from uh, yeah stemming from the pre-installed keyboard, as Will said, allows hackers to remotely execute code as a system user. Now Samsung was notified in December of the uncovered floor, and as of Tuesday, US time this week, four different Galaxy S models are still unpatched. One hacker exploit a flaw, one hackers exploit a flaw in the device's keyboard. They could gain access to end users' pictures, text messages, voice calls, and sensors. They could also secretly install malicious apps without the user's knowledge. So that's uh, not very good. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And uh, so... In saying that, keeping with the mobile phone theme, 
smartphone users get text walking lanes in Belgium. Go to cycling lanes. There's a text walking lane. How do you like that one? <laughs> so oh, anyway, it's, there's probably no power poles or anything in the way, is there? No, probably, I don't know. <laughs> no, it is. It's just it's a marketing ploy, but I thought it was quite quite amusing. It was uh, uh, who was it? The M Lab. Apparently, they're a Dutch mobile phone company. Uh, it says it repairs up to 35,000 phones per day, and it turns out that much of the damage is a result of collisions caused by text walking. <laughs> so M-Lab isn't the first to venture into the territory of a mobile phone-related street marking. So it has been done before. Last year, city authorities in Chongping... Chong... Chongqing... That'll do. Chonglang... China. Created a 30... Threaten war on the species or something. <laughs> created a 30-metre cell phone line. Anyway, that's, uh, I thought it was quite you know what I would do? In the middle of the night, paint them over and put them in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I know, if you ever listen... Because there's that stupid, they've all got their face in their phone. Oh, here comes a bus, never mind. I'm in the text walking lane, he'll move. <laughs> ah, no, he won't. <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever listen to Lawsy in the morning, he hates them. He hates people on their phones. He goes, oh, look, he I don't, really I runs don't them over. people on their phones either, but it doesn't worry me if they're not walking across the road. But I've seen so many of them, you know, even the pedestrian crossing, they cannot get their face out of their phone. Mm. Put, yeah. it, put it in your pocket. Yeah, it's not that important. Well, I don't know no. about you, but can you, if your mobile phone rings, are you able just to just to push the button to silent, just let it go, continue with what you're doing? Yeah, yep. all the time. Yeah. If I'm flat out, I don't answer the phone. Yeah, no, neither do I. Especially given most of mine are just going to be customers from work and they can leave a message like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I, I hate to how long it takes you to actually go through the stupid voicemail welcome just to get your message. They should speed that up. I hate it. Well, I've got that <laughs> visual voicemail. What's that? Oh, don't you know what that uh, is? Isn't that the one where they um, send it to you, send a text message to you? No. Well, do tell, Eric. Do tell. Do tell. Look, that's your messages, right? Can you see that or not? It's a bit too bright. Yeah, a bit bright. Yeah, it's too bright. Nah. I'll just turn. I'll turn the brightness down. Mm-hmm. Turning brightness down. Oh, sort of. Yeah, your text messages. Oh no, it's still too bright. Hang on. Yeah, you can't do much about it, for unfortunately. That's why. Uh... Okay. There yeah. we go. Yep. Right. Yep. And see, people ring you, and it comes up on there, and you can choose what to play, which one you will listen to. Oh, how do you do that? Is that something new? You ring Telstra. Really? Yeah, tell them to put it on. How much? It's called visual, it's called visual voicemail. Does it cost you anything? I think it's five bucks. A, a, a decade? A month, I <laughs> think. I'm not <laughs> sure. It's probably per I'm use. Not sure. Yeah, okay. Visual, what do you call it? Visual voicemail. Voicemail. Now, hang on. right. You keep chatting. I'll be back in two seconds. All right. Well, visual voicemail. How's that, how's that grab you? I might, I might ring up about it, but I don't know, five bucks a month. I have that option on my that. phone. I can actually just send a, I can just tick it on my phone. I think it does it, but I've never actually bothered to use it. I don't, it doesn't take me that long to go through my voice messages because I just hit three and it goes straight to there and then I listen to the message and I hit three and go to the next one. Like it doesn't take any time. So Yeah, if I've got it, look, I can, if the phone rings, I can push a button and send them a text. Yeah, know, and pre so pre fine. yeah pre configured text saying oh hang on a sec leave a message or or whatever yeah. but um yeah but that visual but yeah I might give that a I'm, bit of a look I'm on the crapper I'll talk to you later yeah yeah something like that whatever <laughs> whatever whatever's going on and uh, <laughs> yeah so I saw um, yes will you're right 
No, I, I was going to go off on another on another angle. Oh, okay, I was just saying, um, speaking with Android, the we all know and love Chromecast by now. Yeah, I got two. Yeah, so have I because Harvey Norman. Yes, you can get them for thirty nine bucks. Oh, nice work. <laughs> That's good. So I, That's I good. Picked one up this afternoon on my way home. Yeah. Um, or you can actually get delivered, and it costs you forty four to get delivered. So oh, it's go on. Go on, not up. bad. But yeah, yeah I, I grab one on my home just because now I've got one in my laptop bag that sits in there, and I got one hooked up to um, the computer downstairs because it's it's actually it's really weird. It's the I picked it up off a mate; he couldn't get it to work. It worked with computer input and stuff like that. All the HD tuner works, but the HD tuner doesn't pick up, and the digital tuner won't pick up anything. It's only the old analog tuner that picks stuff up, so you can't actually use it as a TV anymore. So, <laughs> so why would you have one in your laptop? I have it in my laptop bag, so when we go to hotels and, right. and whatever, use it at yeah. hotels, because just about all hotels these days have got a HDMI input. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, yeah, all the old TVs are pretty much on the on the scrap heap, aren't they? Especially the CRTs. Well, you'd be you have a long way to find a CRT, I guess. Go Except for the um, <laughs> dodgy street back. A friend, no, a friend of mine went to a wedding oh, a couple months ago now, and they were in a five star um, five star hotel at um, oh, near Calandra there somewhere. Um, not Calandra, Caboolture. Somewhere up that way, anyway. Yeah. Um, and they still had a like an old twenty-six inch CRT. I think it was a general. It was a. No, it wasn't a general. It was what was the one that had the um, the red, green, blue square. Oh, I don't know. Uh, was it was it H um, HMV or whatever it was? But yeah, it still had one of those old. Yeah. Okay. RCA. RCA. Oh, that no, was it. A RCA, <laughs> Panasonic or something. No, it wasn't. Rank. Was it no. Yeah. I remember some of those old. I think, yeah. as you said, HMV was wasn't that the uh, the, that dog the dog and the, and the, the, dog and the gramophone? gramophone. Yep. Yeah, and then yeah, Rank it, Arena was yep. the, the gong. I think. Yeah. Uh, AWA was just the lettering. We only did this on uh, Old Fuck Geeks a few weeks ago. I should know. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw. Uh, well, not Old, old Fuck Geeks, which is uh, on iTunes, but you can also get uh, Obsidian Loft late new episode. Will. Yep, yep, came out the other night. We uh, it's been a few weeks since we've done one, so we figured we'd better get off our ass and do one. Yeah, it's a bit hard at the moment. Warlock's working, and uh, so it's all sort of bouncing backwards and forwards at the moment. But um... I was watching. Uh, you can, I can't help but watch Stampy videos because the young bloke <laughs> and or both of them actually they're just hooked oh, on it. Like right. you go out there and they're just watching Stampy all day long, and they're watching it's one good. tonight actually. And I and it was actually Stampy in person. I got to see what he looked like. Oh yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the voice doesn't sort of match the, the There's a, there's the a body. lot of YouTubers like that. Um, Zisto is another one. Yeah. You listen to Zisto and you think it's like a 55-year-old guy, you know, like um, you expect just that, that voice sounds like he used to be like an old army sergeant or something, you know. He has that yeah, right. get this yeah. mental image of that sort of with the slouch hat. and the, <laughs> But he's actually like 22-year-old, you know, thin as a rake, like... <laughs> it's entirely un- well, not what you expect to hear. It's so weird sometimes. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I suppose like a lot of people even listening to us. You know, when they turn on the video, they go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> might have a laugh or whatever." But yeah, you you sort of get a mental image of what someone yeah. looks like, and then when you actually see them, it's different. Yeah, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird. All right. Um, what other? Have you got any other stories? So a couple of quick ones. Uh, for those of you who use Waze, which is oh, yes. the 
Uh, how would you feel? Like it's it's not really a GPS per se, but it's a, a like a traffic flow time management sort of. I mean, it does have GPS built in as well, but it sort of helps you get around the place and tells you where the things are congested, tells you where where radars are, all that sort of stuff. Does it work, Eddie? Uh, like as yeah, in, yeah. as in for congestion and stuff like that. Yeah, and the more people use it, the more it works. But yeah, it does. Yeah, right. Uh, but um, as we know, Terminator Genesis is coming out in a few days. And so to get the party started, Waze has released a Terminator Genesis voice pack. Nice, nice. For their navigation and notification. So, how, yeah. How accurate is Waze? Like, does it, is Pretty it good. Pretty ba- good. based on the Google Maps it, or Apple it Maps? Uses, it uses the Google back end. Right. Uh, and then it adds its own overlay to the top of that. Yeah, because I remember so, the, the feature that I like in it is, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, watch me come to you or something. And you can send the yeah. person where... Sounds sleazy, mate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we can send, you can send someone a link who can then actually log in and see it's where it. you are on the map and watch you travel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, actually, I actually used that back on my wedding day because... Yeah. We had so many cars to organise and people to move in and out, and because you had to actually drive through where the people were standing and stuff, so I actually had a couple of people with that set up, so that we hung one at the bridal cars and everything, and one person at the gate, so they could see when they had to start getting everyone ready to move. And yeah, right. Yeah, so, right. yeah. Oh, good, good, <laughs> good uh, application of the software. Good stuff. Um, another couple of quick stories. Um, we all know and love BitTorrent. Oh, yeah. Uh, not BitTorrents, but actually BitTorrent, the actual. You know, oh yeah, yep. The thing that started it all. Hmm. Um, peer file sharing, as you know. Um, so, to make it a bit more public friendly and a little less MPAA and RAA offensive, BitTorrent has recently released their private messaging tool called Bleep, um, and has a built-in video sharing through an app called Shoot. Hmm. Um, it's designed to share photos and videos directly between users across different platforms. Anything that BitTorrent can run on, because it uses the whole P2P backend that BitTorrent does. Um, and because it's load sharing, it doesn't really care how far, how large the video file is. You can just send it to somebody. Um, so it's really good that it works on all devices. And obviously, you've got to make sure you've got the storage on your phone if someone's going to send you a, like, some of the new phones shoot in 4K. So you imagine them trying to send you a five-minute video that just shot in 4K. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Send it to Milo. <laughs> <laughs> It'll jam but, him up for uh, months. It'll jam him up for a year. You'd have to get a new number. He'll, he'll need phone Metamucil. So yeah, so it's pretty neat. It does, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, the it's a, yet another legitimate le- legitimate use for BitTorrent. Mm. Um, and another quick story: Twitter, as we all know and love, has a 140 character limit, as we know. Starting on the first of July, they're dropping the 140 character limit on personal messages. Two. So what you mean, personal lock, lock direct? So direct messages, yeah. yeah. Um, so increasing limit. Um, when the announcement comes alongside news, the developers, the APIs are opening up to publicly soon to allow third-party app developers to take advantage of the new 10,000K limit for messages, 10,000 characters. Wow. 10,000K, so, that's yeah. an essay. Yeah. So you're going from, yeah. You can really and, write a lot of abuse in that, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, I guess when it started, it was based on 140 characters, which is what an SMS was. Um, but as times have changed, I suppose they've, they're dropping it. Whether or not they do that to the actual Twitter, well, they couldn't do it to Twitter itself because that would destroy Twitter. The whole point of Twitter is that short message. Um, but for the yeah, for the personal messaging or whatever, private messaging, whatever they call it, um, 
That's direct pretty, messaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty handy. Uh, <laughs> it's, good, it's good if you well, it's good if you want to reply to somebody who's tweeted you for whatever reason, and you want to reply to them like Email. you would. And I've had it happen a few times. Someone asks a question about a YouTube video or something, and for some reason they use Twitter instead of YouTube to actually send it to me. Um, but I've had to send like three messages to answer the question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, 140 is not much, is it? 140 characters. Not but really. It's it's surprising, but especially if you sweet though. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're replying to like four different people, so there goes half your letters, mm. and then you put two hashtags at the end, so there goes the other half your letters. They should they they should take hashtags and ats out of the limit. That should be yes, agree. Out or maybe yeah, limit. That, yeah, so you're not doing like a, a big. Maybe you have a 140 character limit on hashtags and a separate 140 for the. For the message. Mm, yeah, something like that. Something like that. All right. Um, Eric, have you got anything to talk about this week? Or you just Oh, uh, yes. Well, what a little bit. How, how did you go with the WWDC? What? WWDC. The WWDC? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yes. Anything you did? Inter- yes, a little bit. I watched um, it except up. I watched all the way up to the Apple Watch. I lost interest. I lost interest um, when they started talking about the music. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that either. That might have yeah. been after the watch. Yeah. That's, I think it was. I think they left that till last. I would have put that first. It was so boring. <laughs> yes. But um, what did I see? Okay, um, I downloaded the um, El Capitan. Yes. And still got a lot of bugs in it because it's only its first developer release. So I took it, took it off. So how do you do this? So you've got a computer that you can just, just push anything to? I just put to. on a virtual, virtual machine. Right. On my, I just create a, a, um, yeah. a virtual machine on my Mac. Yeah, and what software do you use to do that? Uh, Parallels. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, Parallels, very good. Yep. Um, So, look, it's worked very well. It's a bit faster. I've got a few nice little search thingies. You would have seen that little demo that they did. Yes. Um, Yes. That was good. But their mail is is quite buggy. Right. Still. And... um, Buggy mail. Yeah. Apple mail has been buggy since Mavericks. Prior to that, it was one of the best mail programs, but now it's it's I'm, I'm on Yosemite, and it's still like I'll type an email and send it, and it'll stay in my outbox. I've got to quit mail, go back into it, and then it'll then it'll oh, send. Yeah, my, my boss has been bitching about that the last couple of days. It's the common he, he problem. Uses a, I didn't realize it was a thing, but yeah, he uses a Mac, and he's um, is he hooked up? Is his mail with an Exchange server? He's got both. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. I know I I, I hunted down what it is. Um, if you're running on any Exchange server 2008 or sooner, Yosemite Mail or Apple Mail for the Yosemite program is not 100% compatible with it. So they've got something wrong with their with their arrangement with Microsoft that Microsoft's saying, "Oh, we don't like the way that's talking," and it's just a, it's a real disaster, and they won't fix it. And Microsoft's basically saying, "Well, we're not going to fix it." It's not our yeah your problem. <laughs> we don't you care. didn't write the program to you you didn't yeah. you didn't you didn't yeah. uh, write the proper well, API for it. Microsoft Microsoft software not being compatible with someone else. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> no, but Microsoft's <laughs> Exchange server, you can use ex, um, backend Exchange with Google Mail, Apple Mail, everything. Lots of things. Yeah. A lot of people use it. It's one of the most compatible backend software programs that that Microsoft have got. Mm. It's pretty much universal. But for some reason, Apple stuffed it up with this version, this Yosemite thing, and it is just a basket case. And, and Microsoft basically said, well, oh no, Apple have said, oh, it'll work well if you upgrade your server. 
Well, oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah. Well, twenty what about, Who's going to? What about the corporations that are running two thousand and eight? You know, it's not that easy to uh, no upgrade your server for uh, twenty thousand employees. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty you crazy. Know, Apple, all Apple had to do was write their API properly. So I don't understand though. Like, say, say, big company like Apple, rich company like Apple, they got this problem, and it's and it's come. It's not just in a beta version; it's in Yosemite, uh, a released uh, in retail version. Why wouldn't they just throw everything at it until because it was it's fixed? Microsoft? If it was their issue. If you were, if if it was Exchange Server was an Apple product, they would have fixed it. But it is Apple's issue. It, it is. is. I know it is, but they don't think it is. They're that's... trying to tell Microsoft that's their problem. Well, it's not. Well, Microsoft. And everyone else. Microsoft... For, for example, right? I use um, Exchange Server. I've got Outlook on here on my what I'm talking to you now on my HP laptop. Yeah. Right, and that reads Exchange Server 2008. Not a problem. My computer at the office reads Exchange Server 2008. Not a problem. On my phones, they all read Exchange Server 2008, not an issue. Mm. But on Yosemite, it doesn't work. So it's not Microsoft because mm. all those other things work. If it was Microsoft, none of those things would That's work. That's right, properly. yeah. I know, I'll tell you something for nothing. Outlook is useless. They don't, they didn't. Well, I, I've got, I'm running, what, I'll tell you what version of Outlook I'm running. Just quickly, uh, can, Glenn, can you just check your Facebook? I sent you a link to a page I want you to display if you can. All right. Okay, I can. I did it on Facebook so that Skype didn't go funky. <laughs> All right, Office, oh, good. Office three six five. I'm running the the Outlook version. That today to be two thousand thirteen, I suppose. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that works well with with Exchange Server. No problem. Yeah. Well, I, so I, that, and I've I've hooked that up, and it's it's fast, and it's it syncs well. Everything's up to date. And there's no nothing missing. No problem. Well, but know, on my Mac, it's hopeless. Yeah, well, you know my um, my dramas with Outlook and Outlook dot com, trying to get the out that to sync. But anyway, I'm not going to go through that again. Yeah, that's a nightmare. But, yeah, oh, transfer it to Google Mail, mate, and you'd be. Oh, I went back to Google. Went back to Gmail. Haven't I haven't been happier. I got me. I told you, I got me Gmail. Look like Outlook. I like the colours. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. You know. Yeah. Anyway, funny. so just who I am. my point. My point <laughs> is, I was, I'm in the market for a server because my old servers I've had since 2008. Right. So that's yeah. what nearly eight years. Yeah, I've had a server. Is that what file server or? Yeah, it's a proper network server, HP oh, network right. server. Cost me five thousand bucks back in two thousand and eight. Mm. Yeah, but you get what you pay for in that. And there's one of the few things you do get what you pay for. Oh yeah, it lasts a long time, but it is slowing down. And you know, look, I could probably get someone to just you know rip it apart and and format it and start mm. again, and it'd probably work fine. You know, um, but uh, I've got a, a friend of mine who's um, used to work at IBM. And uh, in their network server thing, but then Lenovo bought that as well as their laptops. Yes, right, just right. So, and he's he's gone out on his own now, but he's hooked up directly with Lenovo, so he can get me a Lenovo server with exchange with uh, uh, what's called Exchange, um, not Exchange, um, server software. Server. Re- two thousand and the latest one, two thousand and twelve release two. Yep. And he'll char- and he's going to put my Exchange server offline on his on his data. You know, he's got a little. He's got a little. Um, he set up a little data. What do you call it? You know those things. NAS. No, he's got a data bank. You know where people hook in. He's got his own little data house thing. Right. right? Oh what yeah. Call, right. What do you call those? That'll do. Server. Right. Yeah, that'll do. Data center. Data house. Data center. He's got yeah. a little mini data center that he set up. Right. And he said, "Look, I'll put you on mine. I'll charge you fifty bucks a year for exchange." Yeah. Right. And he's running all the latest stuff. All of that, he's going to get it, get it to me for about eight, 1800 bucks. Oh, that's all right. 
Lenovo server, yeah, eighteen hundred nice. bucks. Nice. So nice. With that, nice. and that's with, with that's with uh, two one terabyte drives. Yeah, that's all right. That's, yeah. That'll see you through till two thousand twenty. Another eight years. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's so right. I'm in the market for that. I'm having a chat with him next week. Nice. But I'm in, I'm his accountant as well, so oh, that we'll helps. have a chat about. Uh, yeah. Have a chat about his his uh, his business. You could make that whole you so, could make that whole transaction disappear. So it's got nothing to do with you can, with that whole um you know the the whole twenty thousand dollar rebate thing that you can get instantly. <laughs> no, no, I would I would only use that if I don't need anything. Uh, come on, Eric. I'm, Eric's not I'm eligible to, for I that. Could, I could Will. always try and ride off my daughter's car on it. Eric's not but eligible for that, that. Will that's for businesses uh, under two million. <laughs> come on, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry, my bad. Uh, I'm well under two billion. Let me tell you. Now, did you have a story? Only on the official books. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You know that. You know that server two thousand and eight. That's where the real yeah. books are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, nothing there. Nothing there. You're right. Look this, is, this doesn't work. It's not even plugged in. Yeah. Not, those lights are just fake. <laughs> you know, like those fake cameras. <laughs> now, now, what was the story you were gonna before we tell Eric before we went off on a tangent? Or was that p- part of it? That was probably that was probably it. <laughs> Did you have something you were going to go on, Eric? Uh, no, what? No, that was it. That was the my Lenovo. Oh, okay, right. Possible okay. purchase and the Yosemite issues and WWDC was pretty boring. Yeah, That's pretty much it. Summed yeah. it up. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Well, so well the music. Well, let me. Um, while we're on the WWDC, like I know, and one of the things that came out because this is one of my stories, and it looks like this might blow up. Into into a big big bang. Now Apple apparently you know this news app that they're releasing with iOS nine. Uh, you know you would think it all sounds pretty straightforward. And oh, they've got a news app. They're going to aggregate some stories from around the world, put in a nice little funky Johnny Ives looking snazzy way, yeah. and and deliver it up on their iP- on your iPhone. But but, uh, but <laughs> that's right. Apple is hiring a number of journalists. Can you believe? But not to actually write stories, but to go around and just make sure that the the the, the algorithm that they've created to pick new stories, they've put a human touch on it. So, so in other words, they're going to make it Apple-centric stories, favourable. Yes. Um, all the unfavourable ones won't show. So uh, let's call it propaganda, yeah. shall we? <laughs> Let's not beat about the bush. Let's just go straight for the propaganda. No, well, that's what it is. Well, that, yeah, know, look, yeah, like exactly. I said. I'm completely objective. I mm. like Apple products. I like what they do. High quality stuff. I buy their stuff all the time. But, you know, you've got to call a spade a spade. Yeah, it's pretty um, up yourself, isn't it? I this reckon. is just propaganda. We yeah. need someone to vet what's gonna, what we're going to publish. It makes us... Because, you know, there are bad Apple stories out there, right? You go on an RSS feed and you'll get Apple stories about it. This happened and the employees are unhappy and they're made to work 18 hours and people scream at them and they don't get paid. The interns get treated like crap. You hear it all the time, but Apple will never promote that. No, so like, yeah, and this is what this little story was going on about. It was, I was saying, well, you know, when there's bad news stories about, you know, the Foxconn and and all this, the employees and the slave labour and all this sort of it stuff just that won't come up, that, it will not show up on the news feed. That's right. Yeah, and but so people are, see, this is the thing they don't realise. Apple have got to stop thinking that they're the smartest people in the room. People will just go, well, I'm not going to use that news app. I can see propaganda when I see it. Yeah, I'm course, going to go back to my RSS feed and read that. Yeah. Well, well who stopped watching the ABC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's all propaganda. Who watch- It's about three people watching that now, and it's Kevin Rudd, Julia Gillard, and Bill Short. <laughs> They're the only three people watching the ABC. 
And uh, yeah, so that's right. Like we've all got our favourite news apps, and, the, and I think you know Apple's banking on this app to be to rival Flipboard. But you can't. Uh, you, why would you want news stories doled out to you from the from the hierarchy of Apple? But in any oh, case. Would. I want independent news stories. Even if I don't like what I'm reading, yeah. at least I know it's coming from someone who's relatively impartial. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> Except gonna... if it's from the ABC or, now, or the Sydney Morning Herald. Now, you, if you thought that that might sound good, you hire a journalist, you thought, oh, yeah, why can't I be one of these journalists? Well, you can. You go to the Apple site, there's links in the show notes, and there's, there's jobs. There's a job vacancy. And there it is right there. Here so it what, is. That's editor, what... Apple News. The Apple News team is looking for someone passionate, knowledgeable editors to help identify and deliver the best in breaking national, global and local news. In brackets means keep our Apple crap out of the news. That's right. So if you're good at fishing through crap and <laughs> looking for yeah, apples... You won't find it here. If you're yeah. trolling for Apple bad stories, you won't find it here. But if they release a patent, oh, you'll know about it. Now, the, the, the news app has been criticised further... And it's not even out yet, but this is, well, I think it's just, it's got to change because I can't see this being a popular app. I won't be using it. I'd rather. I've never used it. Well, it's not even out yet. No, no, there's, they've got one there, like a subscription for magazines. Oh, that. You no, know, I don't even use that. That's pus. I'm not going to use this either. So it's also been uh, criticised over claims that Apple is hoodwinking bloggers into accepting terms and conditions. Now, how's this? This this is oh, probably what a surprise. Yeah, this is like real up yourself, I reckon. An unsolicited email from Apple inviting publishers to join the service. This is that news thing, the news thing. Yeah. Uh, to join the service, acceptance of the terms unless they actively opt out. It requires them to cover Apple if legal issues arise, amongst other things. So a line, in, a line in the email from Apple made clear that publishers not wishing to be bound by them would be expected to say so explicitly. So that has led to express concern that they would be bound by the agreement, perhaps without ever having seen it. Agreed to it in the first place. Or actually That's consenting right. to it. In other words, if we don't hear from you, you're bound by the agreement. Yeah. So in other words, if you write something that you didn't read our email, but you, then you end up writing something down the track that we don't like, we can sue you. Because the fact that you've received their email is acceptance. Yeah, that's right. That's rubbish. Other... That is just, that's illegal. What are we, what are we living in Russia here? Yes. Communist China? Or the ABC? It's yes, uh, the ABC's distortion field. Now, one of them, <laughs> one of, uh, now, where was I? Other items in the email allow Apple to place adverts next to publishers' publicly available content without paying them. So, oh, that is so dodgy. Yeah, it's that's dodgy as like they just I don't know. This is pretty. It's pretty. Um, oh, look, where they'll the get biggest... smacked down on this. Yeah, they will get smacked down on. There is no way because you know what the Americans are right like. They're mm. right. They're right, right up there with civil liberties and freedom of speech and not getting ripped off. They're going to smack this down so hard. Yeah. Tim Cook won't know what hit him in the ass. No. <laughs> well, uh, so there was a blogger. Uh, Wait, let me get my space back here. There was a blogger, Mike, said he thought it was wrong of Apple to presume that he would indemnify them. He said the email was presumptuous. And in a blog post of Mike's, uh, I do not agree to your terms, he took the issue with the requirement to opt out. He wrote, let me get this straight. Apple, you send me an email outlining the terms under which you will redistribute my content and you will just assume that I agree to your terms unless I opt out. 
you're going to consider me bound to terms you just declared to me and in an email as long as I don't respond. That's completely crazy. You don't even know if I ever received that email. Yeah, so I think Eric's pretty much right. Yeah, that's um, rubbish. They're not going to... There is no way... In normal commercial reality in the world, the normal out of the Apple distortion field, because let's face it, they're in like, a field. The eh? people that work there think they rule the world. They really have a very high opinion of of themselves in in their place on the planet, right? Mm. They think that they are the ants' pants, all of them. Yeah. And so, in the real world, if I said, "Glenn, I'm going to, I want to buy a house," mm. and you said, "How much?" And you, then you told me, and I said, no, I don't want to pay that. I only want to, I only, I want to pay you half that. Yeah. And you said, I don't accept that. Well, in Apple's world, you, you'll accept what I say you'll accept. Yes. If <laughs> I say right. that I'm going to pay you half of what you want, well, unless you say otherwise, you're moving out, and I'm paying <laughs> you half what you want. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the Apple distortion field. Yeah, so like... They are out of their freaking minds. Yeah, if you want a bunch of crappy stories, go and get that news app. Fair dinkum. But, uh, but anyway... You know, you know, but you can... But let's put ourselves up as bloggers, Glenn. We can always turn this around. Mm. Put ourselves as bloggers, get the email for them, don't opt out, then write crap about them, <laughs> and it will come up on their next-door ad, an Apple ad... Yeah, <laughs> put all this crap written about Apple, and then Tim, See? yeah, turn Tim. it around, turn it around, bite him on the butt. Yeah, Tim Cook, I don't know what's going on. What's going on there? All right, um, Will, did, did you yeah, enjoy sorry. that? An Apple bag? Sorry, I didn't listen to a word of it. I was actually reading other stories. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what were you reading about? Anything exciting? See, Will, the 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 week that I sit here. And get off, get off my Apple seat and go to the dark side and give them heaps. You're not listening. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was. Very he re- he'll replay it. Must it. Been a, it must have been hard for you, Eric. No, it wasn't actually because I'm completely objective. I'm completely objective. I will always call a spade a spade. Yeah, well, I'm like, like Glenn you. knows that about me. Yeah, well, I'm like you. I, I like their iPhones. I like their iPads. Not too keen Apple on the Apple TV is absolutely. An so, yeah. So by the sounds of things, I was the only person who wasn't surprised when they tried this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you probably you probably th- you probably thinking a year ago. When are they going to do this? Oh, yeah, pretty done. much. <laughs> I was waiting for it to happen, basically. Yeah. Um, well, they've been doing you. They've been screen capturing your um, iTunes for the last ten years and haven't told you. So you know, yeah. um, they can all listen to the crap music I buy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it doesn't just screen capture iTunes. Any, any, anything you use when iTunes is open gets screen captured and sent back to them. What? Um, Where is this coming been, from? This has only been a thing for about the last six years. I'm sorry what if you haven't heard about it by now. There's no I've chance. For, if you have iTunes on your system, right? It will we'll you do something really you, funny then. <laughs> basically, everything you do will be screen capped <laughs> and sent back to Apple. If I've got iTunes on, okay. Well, I'm going to put up a Word document. No, it's only got to be on your system. It doesn't even have to be open. And what well, they... that's right. I'm going to write a Word document. And up, and up until about 12 months ago, it was in their EULA. And now they've just taken it out of the EULA, so people think they stopped doing it. Well, what was the advantage to them of having that happen? Well, just so they can spy on people. How much money do you reckon that data is worth to certain people? Well, I'll tell you what. This, what I'm about to write something you worth diddly. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. But uh, yeah, yes, so if you've got that, you got that um, screen cap I showed you there. So there's there's been a, a holodeck is now almost a reality. 
Um, so this this happened at E3, I believe. Nice. The, they were given the first personal glimpse of Microsoft's augmented reality device. It's the HoloLens. Uh, the wireless transparent visor creates an illusion of tra- tangible objects in the real world. So if you go down about four or five pictures down, there's actually a, an animated GIF there. You, you can see what it sort of does when you put the glasses on. Um, it's basically, imagine being inside Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and you've got mm. a pretty good idea of what it's like. Over the course of an hour, we built Minecraft worlds to, on a table, shot at rampaging robots crawling through the walls, and even stepped inside the Halo universe. Um, a hands-on HoloLens session was conducted behind closed doors at the EC, E3 booth. It was all super confidential, with no photography permitted, and only a handful of journalists allowed to enter. Um, there appeared to be a grand total of two Australians. <laughs> but how um, does it... How do I screen share? Oh, there's a plus, isn't there? Is there a plus uh, sign? Yeah. In uh, you're gonna stuff me Skype. Go. I'll let uh, you do it so once. Yeah, it'll go. It'll go full screen. It'll mess everything up. It's all right. Oh, it won't mess up. This right now, bit. I've got my iTunes. I've got my iTunes. Oh, we're back open, on that. And I've written. And I've written a message to Apple. And I, if they screenshot this, I hope they do. <laughs> oh, let me proofread it. First. There you go. Hang on. Let me proofread this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all right. All right, you done? You get that apple? Thank you. See you later. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, so the, the basically um, they, they loved it. Basically what it does is it – remember back in the day when they started virtual reality and you had to be inside that little confined thing and you had the goggles completely blocked out everything and just showed you virtual reality? Mm. Well, this is augmented reality. So you put the goggles on. And it augments your reality to show you what's happening as well. So um, it, it's a bit hard to explain. There are some videos and stuff you can watch. That basically, I know what you're it, talking about. It doesn't affect what's there. So if there's a table there, there's still a table there. So that, that doesn't change. Whatever you're looking at your lounge room, you see a table, you see your lounge, all that stuff's still there. The difference is when you turn the, when you activate this, what it now does is that, for example, if you're playing Minecraft because that's what they're using in the demo, uh, if you want to, you can then build a house on top of that table, and then you can put a waterfall right. going down it the look, floor. Yeah, it's like, you can it's build like a lake a, at the green screen, in the floor. Three D green screen, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah but it, does, it, yeah. it does it doesn't override what's already there. It just lets you it lets you it just see lets it. you add to what's already there. Yeah. Um, so and this this is sort of back to back with that last week you showed the um the the other one they showed the other demo they showed it um it was slightly different than this I can't remember what it was off the top of my head but we had had a demo similar to this last week but it wasn't quite the same thing this that was more virtual reality based this is more like Oculus Rift sort of style this is this is the next level from that mm. um so it's pretty but awesome the biggest complaint was um. Where is it? Oh, yeah, you can zoom and all sorts of stuff too. The they're saying the game's, the game's voice recognition was ridiculously impressive, even with the broad Aussie accent. It had no troubles understanding it. Um, there's a range of different game modes. Um, where's the one that they talk about the the the? Uh, here we go. Presumably, the final HoloLens product won't require additional calibration all the time. The visor's functional area is also a little on the small side. Your peripheral vision is frequent, frequently disrupts the illusion with objects zipping in and out of existence. Um, they're not completely consoled on the design of the current visor. It seemed alarmingly fragile for a consumer device. We were told to not even touch the glass or under or the sensors under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
So that's obviously still early on, but um, not bad. Yeah, though. I mean, mm, pretty good. Take this, take this outside of the realm of gaming and think about it from a medical standpoint, for example, where you can literally someone can swallow a camera like they do these days. You get the pills that got the cameras in them, mm. but you then have the ability to literally be in there and you can actually see, you know, what's going on rather than just looking at a picture on a screen or just a, a bad picture, you know, or doing operations. You can you can have if it's a really minuscule like pinhole operation or something or microsurgery and you're looking at tendons and nerve endings and stuff like that, you can literally, whatever a camera can see, you have you the ability see. to control. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Like there's obviously going to be limitless possibilities. It's just cool. It is just really cool. You know what is cool? On Kogan, they sell spy glasses with a camera in yeah. it. Yeah. Like yeah. Put them on and you look at the camera set. there. You're going to get set. some. I've got a set floating around here, so we're not from Kogan, it, but just a... There's probably a... You probably don't want to wear those when you're doing certain things with certain <laughs> members of the opposite sex. Probably no, not. No, you do want to big... wear them. You want to make sure you've got a big memory card. Yeah. Big... Well, okay. Well, that's one thing that needs to be big, sure. All right. The biggest problem I've got with the ones I've got... Um, the, good thing I... is, the good thing is, though, if you're streaming live, they never get to see your face. How good yeah, that? They don't know who it is. There's... Um, there's a uh, movie called Brainstorm. Watch that, you'll get the general idea. It's a old, old um, sort of thriller movie, but yeah. Hmm. Um, there's the problem with mine. Mine are only cheap ones, so they're only four eighty p. But the biggest problem is the battery life because the batteries are in the wings. Yeah. So your camera chip and your SD cards in one side, your batteries in the other side, and they've only got like, uh maybe half an hour battery life. Can't a Bluetooth your well, phone? Hey, where are these? It only takes fifteen minutes, mate. Let's be honest. And yeah. this new one is 720p. Oh, wow. Yeah. High res. So yeah. let's go and HD that little <laughs> side so. Curved screen, the problem, yeah. The biggest problem with the ones I've got is they don't look where you do. The camera's not lined up properly in the bridge, they so they're kind of, you've kind of got to walk with your head down a little bit to oh, put everything in. That, that could be dangerous. <laughs> you could be watching the wrong thing. That could be. Yeah. That could be dangerous. You know the. You know the funny thing is, it's it's so easy to get caught perving because you're looking someone up and down. <laughs> you're gonna get some, aren't you, Eric? You're right. Oh, yeah, fifty. They're fifty bucks. Fifty. Yeah. Bucks. Jeez. Oh, it geez. doesn't matter how good. I've seen all sorts of different designs and types and styles, and they look good in the pictures. But as soon as you wear them and you look in the mirror, you can go, "Yep, you look like can. an idiot." Mm. <laughs> one of them. One of them's. Um, they, these ones are sunglasses, and one one of them looks like Terminator sunglasses. So you'd get mm. away with those. Let's, so, have, let's have a look. A, Go, Wilson. I got, I'll, I'll get it up for you. I'll get it up for you. I'll share. I'll, 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 so I'll to <laughs> I got the ones that it's go under. Ske- it's under spy gear. So, um, the ski goggle ones are okay because they're not obvious. Let's have a look oh, here. One that me. I do want somebody to do, and there's only ever been one that I've seen that's been really crappy, is there I want somebody to put a video um, camera in binoculars. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Because especially, like, my brother does bird watching. That's true, but... you know, because then no, people just think you've got binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my brother does bird watching, but the thing is, with binoculars, you're allowed to take them into sporting events and, allowed, and take them into concerts and stuff. And they don't you're allowed to anything. take them into dressing rooms? But, but you can't take cameras in with you. So if you take binoculars into a concert, you can watch the concert and record it as well. Mm. That's right. But, yeah, but, yeah. All right. There you go. Back, you back to that? you, Eric. Back to your... Your five. head, please. Five bucks. What's the cheap ones? What's the um, res on those? Is low res. Those thirty fives. Yeah. I'll tell you that what they are. The thirty five. Have a look at the that. The specs. 
High speed USB two. Uh, fifty USB grams. Two. <laughs> two for two point two. It's a micro SD up to thirty two gig. Yeah. Less than uh, ninety minute battery. One point three megapixels. Twelve eighty by ten twenty four. The other one's better. Not twelve eighty by twelve. Bollocks. Not at one point three. It can't be. No, it's this, not possible. <laughs> no, this one is five. Oh, that's an image. Uh, this one is seven twenty by four eighty. This one is five megapixel megapixels. <laughs> Viewing angle sixty percent, so that's all right. Not a bad. That's pretty that's wide. Not too bad. Yeah. One hour, just under one hour video recording. Twelve eighty by seven twenty. There you go. Yeah. If it's if it's actually seven twenty and not not interlaced four eighty, which most of them are, then it'll actually be all right. Mm. Well, all for right. fifty five bucks, I reckon it's worth a try. Yeah, Why not? Happens. Order away. Order away. Now, here's, uh, here's another one for you. How this do I get rid of the share screen now? Don't know. Stop sharing. There you go. There we go. Now, this is... Uh, oh, look, this is probably my last story this week. But how's this one? Kaspersky. They're, they're stepping up in the world, especially over here in Australia. Eugene Kaspersky, co-founder, chief executive of Russian. Kaspersky is the new... XKGB. Yes. Yeah, what about him? Yep, he's been revealed that he has won the contract... Uh, to supply the Prime Minister and Cabinet their security software. Oh, yeah, yeah. With no, well, I can't see anything going wrong with that at no. all. No. They're... I think that would be completely safe. Now, uh, uh, in March, Eugene Kaspersky fought off ac- accusations from Bloomberg Businessweek report that he and his company are intimately connected with the KGB. Oh, well, God, if it's only a rumour, it mustn't be true. Saying that they will expose all cyber evil, regardless of origin. Kaspersky Lab is headquartered in Moscow, employing more than 2,900 highly qualified specialists. The vendor... All all out of the Kremlin. Yes. The the, uh, Kaspersky claims that more than 270,000 business... Claims more than 270,000 business worldwide use them. So how's that? Yeah. Yeah. All being compromised. They are, yeah. So um, yeah, that's pretty. I think that's a bit of a, 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 a strange story. I wouldn't, but you know, obviously it must be all above board. But well, how would you know? I reckon if Tony Abbott goes for it, he's crazy. Well, he's he's gone for it by the looks of it. He, on, all right. Well, then better lock up your files and. Uh... Yeah, that was revealed. The contract was one, and it was revealed on the fifth of June at a function in Sydney organised by the New South Wales Business Chamber. Well, so they got sucked in by it too. But let's face it, the people in government are pretty stupid. Yeah, aren't they? Really? Well, it seems they're not. To be. They have. No, they're clueless. They're clueless. They, they would have been know, better with someone else. Know a virus if it bit them on the ass. Now, um, defence is willing to relax their rules a little bit and offer more cash to recruit uh, cyber experts. Yeah, to, to reverse engineer the software. That's what <clears> I'd be doing. <throat> yeah, or well, whatever. Whatever has to happen. Now. I've got a little picture there. There you go. Australia's law enforcement chiefs are willing to relax physical requirements for employees and other, and offer increased salaries in an effort to recruit more cyber criminal specialists. So there you go. That's probably a good idea. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Get the get the little Dick Smith glasses like mine. Get that yeah. those little dudes out there. Get them out there yeah, working for Australia. Well, you know, it would be funny if you suddenly see everyone in, in Parliament with the Kogan glasses on all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill Shorten walking around. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. All right. Uh, all right. What, what else have we got, Will? You got anything else? Yeah, a couple of quick ones. Um, this is quite funny. Uh, in California, 
they're having water restrictions because they've got massive droughts over there. The rich residents are getting angry because their grass is going brown. Oh, no. They're, uh, and it doesn't, <laughs> the wealthy ones. Oh, the, I, don't um, I don't know any of them. The, it doesn't help that the, it's in Santa Fe in San Diego. The concept that rich people have to restrict their water consumption is truly shocking. Um, the region is suffering through a severe drought. Water restrictions are placing strain on the luscious gardens and pools within the gated community. When California go governor asked residents to reduce water by 25% in April, residents of Rancho Santa Fe assumed this didn't apply to them and they actually increased their consumption by 9%. <laughs> when the drought... Um, but the governor's... It's okay, the governor's... Um, you know, the governor's cracking down on it. He said the... the um, he said they should not be people should not be forced to live on property with brown lawns, golf, golf on brown courses, or apologise for wanting their gardens to be beautiful. They pay significant property taxes based on where we live, and no, we're not all equal. So when it comes to water, oh, <laughs> this on. is from this is from the governor. <laughs> well, I'm, a con I'm, I'm a conservative, so this is strange. But I defend Barbara Streisand's right to have a green lawn. Mm. Well, if there's wa is, is there water, <laughs> come off it. You know? If you want, if you want to water your lawn, go and bring it in. You've got enough money to yeah. bring in your own trucks. Yeah, well, like, so if there's no water, why would you want to be using it? Let the trees die. Because they're rich and they just uh, the yeah, rules but they've don't got enough to money them. to truck in their own water. This is the whole point. Hmm. Well, that's basically what they're going to do because they've basically passed a law saying, okay, fine, we're just going to charge you a buttload more, and you yeah. can um, you can you know get exactly. your own water sorted. So, um, couple of quick ones. I don't know if you guys have ever played. Um, Chrome's T-Rex. It's no. basically if you're if you're in offline if you're in offline you don't have internet access or whatever, and you go to the offline mode in Chrome, it actually puts up a game, and then you can play like a side scroller game, um, building the Chrome browser. They've just updated that, and now they've got um, it's got um, new levels. It's now got endless running T-Rex running along the desert, the desert jumping cactuses, and for every hundred points you queue, the game gets a little faster. If you get over 500 points, you get pterodactyls and all sorts of stuff. So it's just a good little thing. If you're offline and you still want to actually do something, you can play a game in your browser. So there you go. Now, um, have you got Xbox, Will? No. no. I accidentally bought Xbox Gold. And I'm not sure what to do with it. What do you no? mean? <laughs> the, 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 the membership? Yes. You cancel it. Can you? Yeah. Uh, I let you the kids play it. with it. I, I, I was digging around with it. And I was, and I was, I didn't, I wasn't concentrating on the pay. Was it the one that's ten bucks a month one? Yeah, it was about seventy five yeah. bucks. And I wasn't concentrating on what what was happening. And uh, and then I thought I'd I'll back out of it, but I pushed the accept button instead of the back button. Oh. <laughs> how many beers? Had, how many beers had you had? No, I was straight. What well, was your problem? I was Maybe good. there's your problem. That, that was your first mistake. <laughs> probably, probably, probably. But um, um, yeah, well, sucks to be you, doesn't it? Um, that'll teach you to have a. Um, Microsoft product. <laughs> so, for, as we know, Ford's going bye-bye in the next couple of years. But uh, they've decided to go out with a bang. They've Their new models they've released are going to be called the... They've just registered the Sprint Edition, is what they've just registered with the um, the trademark thing. Um, there was, yeah, ceasing production in 2016. The, the XR6, SR6 Turbo and XR8 are going to get overhauls. Uh, there's not a lot of information there, but the um, most of them are just going to look sportier and things like that. However, the XR6 Turbo will have a power upgrade. It'll have 310 kilowatts and 565 newton meters of torque, which is a huge amount out of those six-cylinder engines. Uh, which they're also going to give engine it big, is this? 
That's the FP, FPV V6, F6, the XR6 Turbo. Oh, the Ford. Yeah. Um, so basically, once again, the Ford's going to be quick. The four, the the six cylinder is going to be quicker than the XR8 again. And just to help with that, they're putting wider tires to give it better traction. So uh, to honour the legacy, just get, the, just get them, just get the Mustang, mate. They just to honour the. Honour the legacy of the final limited edition GTF, which Ford released last year. They're not going to increase the power of the new model XR8. So they're not going to sell any XR8s. But the new the new six-cylinder is going to be the last of the line. It's going to be a hell of a bloody weapon, that's for sure. I mean, I'm not a Ford fan, but, um, yeah, that thing's going to be pretty decent. And finally, just quickly, um, scientists emerged from isolated Mars Dome. Uh, so right. NASA for... Yeah, NASA has had six scientists in Hawaii for eight months in an enclosure that simulates the conditions of life on the red planet. Uh, basically, it meant that fresh air, sunshine, and food, fresh food were all off the table. The only food available was anything that could be freeze-dried. And if they wanted to take a short walk outside their 11-metre diameter dome, they had to throw on a spacesuit. Wow. Um, they were monitored by surveillance cameras, body movement trackers, and electronic surveys. Um, if, you, if you do happen to check this out, check out the... The dome they're in, it's just it's 11 meters across. Oh well, it'd be 22 meters across, I guess. Um, it's it's absolutely nuts. It's fully self-contained, like giant tent. It's pretty cool. Um, crew member Jocelyn said that it was awesome to feel the sensation of wind on the skin. When we first walked out the door, it was scary not to have a, a spacesuit on. Um, they've been pretending for so long. The dome's volcanic location, silence, the simulated airlock provide an atmosphere similar to space. Looking out the dome's portal pothole, uh, portal windows. All scientists could see were lava fields and mountains. Um, they've been tracking crew members' emotions and performance in the isolated environment for the for the period of time to see how they go. Um, spending eight months in a confined space with six people had its challenges, but crew members relieved stress by doing workouts and yoga. They were able to use solar power treadmill and stationary bike, but only in the afternoons on sunny days. Um, they, if you have a bad day, it's really tough to be in a confined environment. Um, they were, what was it, uh, next on Dunn's list is to go for a swim. Showers in the isolated environment were limited to six minutes per week. Wow. So, Yay. Uh, yeah, so it's amazing just, though. They said the first thing they did when they got out was eat and they had juicy watermelon, deviled eggs, peaches and croissants. <laughs> wow. was their first thing waiting for them when they got I out. I love a good deviled egg though. <laughs> what the hell is a deviled egg? You've never oh. had deviled eggs, seriously? No, I've never how heard of it. How do you describe it, Will? How do you um, describe it? Uh, it's quite nice. It, I don't know how to describe it, though. It's, it's basically you scoop the yolk out of an egg and then you basically mix curry and a few other things with it That's and put it, it back in. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's yeah, right. brilliant. All right. Yeah. Now, um, now, two things just to comment on those couple of stories. Now, the I, I was going to say Top Gear. They reckon that's coming back with three new presenters. Yeah, no one's going to watch it. No, <laughs> yeah. and the original three presenters... They're going to do their own thing, which is going to be far more popular. Yeah, which, which is going to be heaps more better. Which is apparently That's going good on grammar, Netflix. by the way. Yeah. And given that, James, yeah. given that James May and um, Chuck Clarkson own the rights everywhere else in the world for the Top Gear franchise, except the, except in the UK, they own it everywhere else because BBC wasn't smart enough to register it anywhere they, else. Yeah, but they actually <laughs> um, they sold the rights. Oh. Clark, they sold that rights last year. So they can't their new show they can't call Top Gear, mm. they, but for quite a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure yes. it was. Yeah, like they're not more, something, something like twenty million pounds. Yeah, I think it's even more. Than that. No, it must be more than that, given that they offered they offered um, Hammond and James. Um, what was it, buddy? They offered them to, eight million. Another, yeah, just to do another season. 
Wow. Yeah, but that's because they know that it's going to cost them a lot more if they weren't well, there. That's it. They're worth two hundred and fifty million to them. Two hundred fifty right. million. There's three of them are worth two hundred fifty million dollars a year to the BBC. Yeah, a lot of money, eh? A lot of money. So uh, they're worth that to the BBC. How much are they worth to someone, to someone else? Well, apparently they're talking to Netflix. Mm, that's right. Yeah, I Netflix heard that. And and, and 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 ITV, and I think they're they're um, uh, considering all options, but they won't they won't pick it based on money. They're going to pick it based on their ability to do the show that they want to do. They want to do, yeah. And Netflix, and an independent thing is going to be best for that. Yeah. And honestly, I haven't had a reason to get Netflix, but I can guarantee you if they're on there, I will. Oh, yeah, you'll be on it. Mm. You'll be on it. Well, I reckon um, it's the, the, the uh, attraction of the show was Clarkson's abruptness anyway. That's that was, the whole that, point. That was but his... the thing is, though, they're all very, very clever, and they're yep. all very, very funny. Mm. That's right. You know, and it's that's that... thing. I didn't find him offensive. I thought he was just... Called the spade a spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, you know what's really hilarious. Go do yourself a favor. Go back and watch the first few well, snippets of the first few seasons of Top Gear from the early eighties. It's absolutely hilarious. Jeremy's fresh out of fresh out of um, out of radio Jun- school, Jun- school, with, school or whatever. School it was. with the the voice and the appearance and the. <laughs> it's oh yeah, so now funny. they could give a rat. <laughs> Actually, if you go to YouTube, or if you, if you just go on Google and you put. Watch Top Gear Season 1. You'll mm. find many, many sites that have got all the episodes. That's from on Season YouTube 1 because... right through to Season 22. That's on YouTube because it's not, they never bothered to blacklist it because it's a, such an old thing and they haven't got any box sets of it. So. Yeah, right. No, first, no, but they're good. They're, they'll be fine. First, like, six seasons or something are absolutely but, hilarious. They're just, but they're still doing their live shows. They're travelling the world oh, yeah. now doing their live shows, do, and they, but they've just had to call it Clarkson and May and Hammond yeah. Live. Well, can't yeah. they call they, it? They'll be in Sydney in July. Yeah. Next month, actually. They're in South Africa. They just left South Africa now. Well, yeah, they they this call, is sunny. <laughs> they need, need to call it fifth gear because um, most of them are from fifth gear anyway. That's funny. Over the years, the fifth gear and the top gear cast have basically switched. Yeah, I think um, the Hammond and May was from fifth gear. Clarkson has always yeah. been with the BBC. Yeah, but Hammond and May were from fifth gear, but... Um, um, oh, the other two I can't. The chick and the main guy from from Fifth Gear were on Top Gear. Yeah, but they're hopeless. That's why they got booted. He nah, he's but good. I'm st- oh, I don't like he? him. I think he's quite dry. He's not funny. I've tried to no, watch Fifth Gear. He's not funny, but he's a bloody good driver. And honestly, I reckon, judging by the way he Tiff, that's his name, he actually did a lap a couple of seasons ago of their track and on for a Top Gear episode. And the last couple of seasons since they've had the new Stig. I've been watching the way the people have been taking those laps, and they're exactly the same as the way he did it. So I reckon Tiff is actually Stig. I thought that all came no, out. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. It wasn't. The, the real Stig oh. wrote a book not last year. He released it. Last no, no. Year, the, 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 the new Stig. one. The new Stig. Yeah, yeah, Anyway. Yeah, no, one knows, no one knows who the Stig is until they retire. The one was the Australian, um, the Australian guy. He was a rally driver. Yeah, look, they've had about four. Yeah. I think four or five mm. in total. But anyway, so that's good. And the good. other thing I wanted to say was uh, just going back to the Xbox is I got that Xbox Arcade. And then when I mistakenly joined up with this Xbox Live Goal thing, whatever it is, it said, oh, you can download some games, you know, two a month or whatever. And I went, you beauty. And then I thought, hang on, doesn't this Arcade only have like two gig of memory? That's it, no hard drive? And so that did. I started to download a four gig game and it went, man, can't do. And I thought, so what, do you have an Xbox console? Yes. 
Which yes. one? Xbox 360 or the Xbox? The 360. I've got the 360. The... Oh, right. I've got... what's, what's the latest one called? The one, Xbox One. Yeah, that's the one I've got, the, the new one. Right, yeah, but I don't play it. Well, I've had it for ages. We just don't play it. But the kids are now, they're growing up, they're getting into it. But anyway, uh, luckily, it just released, like this year apparently, you can now plug in USB drives into the USB port. So I plugged in a, a caddy, had an old hard drive hanging around, threw it in the caddy, Bang, recognised, formatted, I've got some storage. So I mean, the computer won't, but the... <laughs> yeah, that's right, the computer won't format it, but <laughs> the Xbox didn't... The one, the one I bought's got the, that Kinect thing with the hand gesture. Thing yes, on. yeah, I've got the Kinect as well, yeah. yeah. That works pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Does that's it recognise you when you walk in the room? No. Oh, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I walk in the room... That's probably the Xbox One doing that. And, um, and I'll sit down in front of the camera and it'll say, hello, Eric. Yeah, right. In what sort of voice? No, it'll just, no, on the screen. Oh, right. Just, cause it, as soon as I sit in front of the camera, it logs me into my account. Oh, yeah, and don't don't walk into the room and say something that rhymes with Xbox on because, you know. And you can, you can, you can, it's voice commands, hand gestures, it's pretty good. It was hilarious. I was watching a live stream with uh, BWO and he's reading out the comments because he just bought the Xbox One and he, apparently, yeah, he's apparently you say Xbox on and it turns on. And so people were. Chatting with him and stuff in the comments, and they're typing and stuff that sounds Xbox sounds like Xbox on, and so he'd be reading the comments, and you see it behind his shoulder, the Xbox would turn on. Keeps <laughs> turning on every time he says Xbox on. Because that's all you have to do. Don't walk Xbox yeah. on, and it turns on. Don't walk in the room naked. We go, hello, <laughs> hello, Peter. Recognise you. Yeah. Depends, on, depends on depends on your facial recognition settings, I suppose. <laughs> It's only Cyclops. Only and elephant walked into the room. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get out it's of like here. It's like a start to a bad joke. Right, let's get out of here. So you can catch Will further if you want to on Obsidian Loft on iTunes and Old Fart Geeks along with Warlock, who's working this week. That's why he's not on the show. Yeah. And uh, and Eric, uh, you can email us all at uh, whatever, whoever we are at AussieTechEds.com.au. Don't forget Facebook.com forward slash AussieTechEds, YouTube.com forward slash AussieTechEds, AussieTechEds.com, on the AussieTechRadio.com. Don't forget that. 24-7 tech shows. How do you love that? From Australia and, and New Zealand. Beautiful. Doesn't New stop. Zealand. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Chops. doesn't stop. All right. So thanks, Eric. Thanks for coming in. You're well, welcome. We'll see you, see, you, uh, see you soon. Next time. Thank you, William. Thanks for coming in. We'll see you next no time worries, as well. Mate. Yep, yep. Shall do. And we'll I see might you. be streaming next time. We can, if I'm streaming, we'll be doing it at 7.20. All right. A.M. No. That'll do. <laughs> All right. Let's do it at 4K and blow up Milo's computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next episode, uh, take it easy. Stay safe and see you then. Bye-bye. Wow.